It's a god-awful small affair To the girl with the mousy hair But her mummy is yelling no And her daddy has told her to go But Spoiler alert! You're listening to the Comics Online Podcast Season 9 Episode 9 Lost on Mars Recorded April 5th, 2009 this episode, Kevin is joined by Kendrick, Dune, Chelsea D, and Jason. This time they discuss Lost, Life on Mars, talk some more about Battlestar Galactica, House, Smallville, and Supernatural. For comics, we hit up online superhero role-playing, Ms. Marvel, Thunderbolts, Brand New Day Spider-Man, The Many Deaths of Jean Grey, The Many Works of Neil Gaiman, then transition into movies, including Sin City, the works of Rose McGowan, and mention Jason's upcoming new film, What's Up Lovely. Also Kendrick reviews the new multiplayer maps for Call of Duty World at War, and describes the joy of surviving Nazi zombies. Again and welcome to Comics Online Podcast Season Nine, Episode Nine. Today I Point have. One. Yeah, sure. Uh, t- today I have Jason as you hear. Point one. Totally, totally. And Kendrick. What's up? And Dune Murderous. Hey, how's it going? And returning once again, we have Chelsea D. Hi. All right. Um. Uh, we're gonna start out with uh, with some stuff from Kendrick. The new Call of Duty World at War multiplayer maps. Tell me about them. The Nazi zombie map is called. Nazis are often really hard. Okay. What are the other maps? Knee Deep, which is like a Japanese space, kind of like a jungle. Oh, okay. And so you're knee deep in the swamp? Yeah. There's Nightfire, which is like a German village on fire. Bomb. It's been bombed. It's messed up. And so it's on fire and it's night. Yep. That's the night fire. So what's the third uh, multiplayer? Station. Oh, right, where it's partially underground? Yeah, but uh, then, like, probably mortars, like, made, like, huge hole. Part of the roof is caved in? Yeah. And you can see the sky on one little section? Yeah. Gotcha, yeah, I saw that part. That was pretty crazy. Um, so uh, what strategies do you use on each one of those? For the night fire map? Normally, um, I like sniping people on that one. And that's the one where you've got a spotlight in one one point where you can kind of hide behind the light of it, right? Well, no. What I do is, like, I hide in, like, 
since it's like pointing up, like I hide on the side of it, where like, like in front of, cause there's like sand, uh, sandbags like surrounding it, and so like I like sit and like next to it, and like snipe people on. There's like two towers, like snipe towers. Across from each other. Yeah, and that's where I I sit on either one of those and just like snipe people. And as far as what what about the other two? What about knee deep? Knee deep. Um, I mostly just use like I pick up uh PPSH, the submachine gun. Oh, that's the one that, that sounds like. I actually I think it I I call it the because <laughs> because that's what it pretty much sounds like. It's it's, it's a high rate of fire gun. Yeah. That's cool. All right, and then uh, so that's that's uh fa- fairly close range, high rate of fire sort of a map for you. And then um, uh, and then as far as the uh, the train station, what do you use? Um, I notice you're throwing a lot of grenades in this train in the train station. Well, yeah, I throw them over the uh. There's like a hump in the middle. Yeah, I throw them over that. That's where a lot of people go up. And then I normally use like. Uh, SCG-44. Which is what sort of weapon? It's like an automatic rifle. Okay. And then, uh, what sort of, uh, weapons or tactics do you use in the new Nazi zombie? Is it Nazi Verrucht or Zombie Verrucht? I just looked up Verrucht and that it means insane or crazy or psycho or some German adjective meaning crazy zombies or crazy Nazis. I'm assuming a zombie. So anyway, so how does how does that layout of that map differ from the original Nazi zombie map? What you're trying to do is you're trying to get to the power source, which is like you're like a generator. Yeah, you're trying to turn on this generator to turn on the lights, um, and the, like the perk machines. But that's a day. It's a daytime thing, right? This this new kind map. Of. It's a, I mean, it's daytime, or so it seems. It's like... The original one was at night. Well, it, this one is, like, at, uh, like, sunset. Okay. And so you're trying to turn on the lights. And, like, the soda machines, or perk machines. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty funny. It's, like, one-ups, and you're, you're pulling a, a, a weapon out of the wall, and you're getting power-ups out of a soda machine. It seems a little weird. It's a lot harder, because... There's two sides. What I what I do is. It seems like, like on the new one, you you really want to have multiple players playing. Yeah, you on the new one, you're gonna you're gonna need four players for sure because you're gonna need one side to go up to to get a whole lot of kills. To climb the stairs. You have to yeah you have to go through every door, and everything to get to the generator, and then. Once you get that, it opens this one door to where the other people can join you. It's so like a so big you're working, maze. you're working together rather than separately. Yeah, a lot of people call it like a big maze. So, in in that map, is there ever an ending to it? I mean, do you ever beat the zombies, or do you ever get to a point where you can just fortify and just handle permanently? No. no. It just gets worse and worse. Yeah. So eventually, you're going to die. Yeah. By zombies. Yes. There's literally no possible way to survive. Wow.
you'd think that there would be some sort of happy ending, but then again, this is zombies, so... I mean, you'd think you'd be able to, like, lock yourself in a room or, you know, set off some big bomb or, or something to where... Oh, you can sometimes, like, when you let them in mm-hmm. uh, and you kill them, sometimes they, like, drop power things where it's either insta-kill, which is, like, you can, like, it's insta-kill. So no matter where you shoot them, they die? Yeah, it's a headshot. Um, and then, um, there's the atom bomb, which, like, everybody, every zombie that's out of the ground. It looks like a smart bomb. Yeah, it just blows them up. And then, um, there's max ammo, which gives you max ammo. That's all the ones that I've had. And then there's, uh, you can, there, upstairs, you can find a toilet that if you flush it, like three times, um, or like shoot it or throw a grenade into it, that um, it turns on music. Nice. Yeah. That's that's what happens to me when I flush the toilet three times. I start hearing music. If I have to flush the toilet that many times, I'm you know get a little dizzy and you know hallucinate some music. Anyway, well that sounds good. Um, <laughs> let's. Get a rating for each one of these maps and then a rating for the map pack as a whole. So the first map is what? Nightfire. I will give it a three or four headshot. Which one? Three or four? Four. Four, four headshots. Four out of five headshots. Alright, and then knee deep, what will we give that? Three out of five headshots. Three out of five headshots, and then station. Station, okay, that's right. Uh, and so Station, how many will you give that? I'm definitely going to give it a 5 out of 5. 5 out of 5, that one's pretty good, huh? Yeah, that... too, like, I was, just, I was just playing it earlier, and, like, I just, I, I got, like, 30, 31 and, like, 15 or something. 31 and 15 kills to death, so that's a pretty serious carnage there. And then as far as the zombie map? Um, zombie map. I'm going to give it two headshots with an arm shot. With an arm shot. Okay, so basically two and a half, head, two, two and a half out of five. And, and why is that? Is it just why? too hard? or? It's, just, it's a really hard. Because once you like open every door, there's just so many zombies. Okay. Like, it, it, like when you open the doors, it doesn't like increase the zombies, but they're just coming everywhere. Would would you rather just ha- have some sort of reward at the end where, like, maybe you survive for a certain amount of time, like you survive 30 minutes or you survive an hour, and then eventually no, well, like, your I, cleric shows up and, and turns undead? Well, Wait, that's a wrong game. <laughs> like, I would like it to, like, have, um, like, where there's, like, support. Like, you can get, like, artillery. Like dogs, I would definitely like dogs. Right, but what if the dogs got turned? Yeah. <laughs> I'm screwed. <laughs> All right, and then the map pack or, as a whole. Or, or I would also like to like be a zombie. Yeah, but I don't... like play against other people as zombies, but with guns. Yeah, I, don't, I think that ruins the point of zombies. But all right, uh, and then okay, and the map pack pack as a whole. Okay, give it a. Three point five, three headshot, shot, shot. <laughs> For the map pack, you're tough on them. All right, well, 
There's the official Comics Online review. We've got three and a half out of five for the Call of Duty World at War map pack. No, definitely a three headshot, three out of five headshots with a cross shot. And there you are. Now it's over. See you later, Kendrick. <laughs> Go to bed. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for that informative and an insightful review, Kendrick. Yeah. You're welcome. All right. What about Joe's Crab Shack? Joe's Crab Shack was awesome. I always loved Joe's Crab Shack. I don't What'd even you know get? what you're talking about. Oh, I, I po posted some photos. Uh, I, I was Twittering. I was uh, twit picking Joe, Joe's Crab Shack last night. I'd have I was envious. Yeah. Have you sad. been to that one in San Diego behind the convention center? That's a negative. Did you, that sound was a and eh, nope. Oh, it sounded it's like awesome. the dryer. Because you're actually on top of the water, like it's on stilts, you know, all uh, the south. But it's kind of cool because you're like realize you're right above the crabs and you're eating the crabs. But I don't like to get crabs there because I'm too embarrassed to eat crabs in public. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I There's got too many juices flying over. Yeah. And I always end up bleeding when I'm opening them. <laughs> I think you're doing it wrong. Yeah, I know. I do it by hand. Right. Yeah, I, I usually go to the uh, Hazard Center one in San Diego. Ah. Yeah. So, anyway. A low rent mall. Uh, I have heard of it. You've never eaten at Joe's? No. You shall. You shall have. I mean, if you do, you like crab? No. Oh, Blasphemy. Well, there's no point. <laughs> Wait, are you like a vegetarian? Or you just really don't like crab. Um, I am half of a vegetarian. What? <laughs> but I I don't eat red meat. I eat white meat. But as white uh, as you can get. Yes, definitely. And uh, but I don't like shellfish. It makes me sick. Oh, I'm so sorry. So do you? Eat Crab's fake... way better than lobster. Do you eat fake crab? No, I didn't really like it to start with. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so anyway, so this week uh, we've got a got a few things to uh, to go over. Um, one thing I wanted to hit up uh, was the series finale. What should have been the season finale, but what ended up being the series finale for Life on Mars. And so, so Chelsea. Chelsea tells me that she she didn't even like it. I don't like it. That's correct. I mean, come on. But I'm not in the minority here. If it was led in by Grey's Anatomy and by Lost and still didn't get any viewers, it's because it's not very good, okay? <laughs> I would just... I It, it was awesome. I would leave... Because, like, I have to leave uh, for work right after Lost. Like, I should be leaving, like, right before Lost ends, but I just wait till it ends and then run out the door. And, I, you know, I would see, I would, you know, go grab, pick up my stuff, and I would see the opening to Life on Mars and just be sad that I had to go because it's so awesome. And then I would, you know, see it the next morning recorded. If I was your boss and you told me that you were late because you had to watch Lost, I would fire you. It's a good thing you're not my boss. Fucking... Cap and tight pants. No, for for a better God. show, I would understand. But for Lost, no, I'm sorry. Oh, so you mean like the best show in the world? <laughs> how, could, how could there possibly better be a better show than the best show in the world? I uh, I don't understand. It, it doesn't compute. <laughs> it's hard to uh, argue with logic like that. 
I don't know. It's got its it's got its highs and lows, but the they're fewer and further between. Really? Because I have thought since the end of the third season, every single episode has just been gold. But uh... that's incredible because I thought for the first two seasons, every episode was gold, and then the third Seriously? season kicked in, and I almost couldn't even care anymore. I thought the third season sucked, um, uh, but, but one, two, and what, what are we on now? Five. Five. Twelve. Yeah, one, two. Parts of four and five uh, have been awesome. I liked one. I, I've liked. I honestly, I like everything about Lost. So yeah. <laughs> even when it's bad, I love it. I can't help it. But I'd say seasons one and four and five are my favorite. So, so Chelsea, what happened previously? Previously on Lost. Oh no! I'm not doing previously. previously. Do it. <laughs> What, what was the last time we did a Lost? I don't even know what previously is. No, we've been doing them without you, and they haven't been as good without you, but we've been doing them. <laughs> when is the last one? Matt's been doing them. Um, the last one was last week. All right, so what Last what week was... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. What happened this week? I mean, last week? What's gonna? I could talk about what's going to happen this week. <laughs> I mean, we don't really know, but apparently uh, Ben is going to face the monster and face judgment at the same time because I guess at this point he decides, you know, he's always been very certain of himself and says all the time that he's the good guy, but I guess something has shaken his faith enough that he has decided that somebody else needs to judge him. So that will be the monster, which will be interesting because we haven't seen the monster for a while. And hopefully that means we'll be going to the temple as well. And I think everyone's pretty interested to see why exactly going to the temple took away his soul when he was a child. So I don't know. I think I think this week looks like it's going to be pretty freaking amazing because Ben episodes tend to be pretty amazing. And everyone either really wants him to die or really wants him to live. So it's going to be a tense episode either way it ends. I think Ben is going to make it through to the end. Um, now, yeah, I mean, now, are, are you talking that? Are you talking uh, teen Ben is going to face the monster or adult Ben? No, no, adult Ben is going to face the monster. He decides he has to be judged, which of course made, made, made me panic because I'm like, what could possibly make? Ben think that he's done something bad enough, and then I'm like, if he killed Penny, I swear to God, our relationship is over. <laughs> but I thought because, I thought Ben could never go back to the island. Why is he back on the island? Wasn't that like the end of season yeah. three? They were like, you could never go back to the island. Yeah, they did I, say that. You know, was I um, turn this wheel? You know, they said they said that, so that's weird. But you know, in the in the preview for next week, it said that he says directly, like, I broke the rules. So, of course, I immediately was like, oh, my God, Penny's dead. But I think instead it's that he wasn't supposed to come back and he, like, manipulated his way into getting back, which would be bad. But I don't know why he couldn't. I mean, Locke moved the wheel and he can come back, so. But he and, was dead. And he gets resurrected. Right. Yeah, you'd think <laughs> so, that wasn't really paying a price so much as uh, getting a bonus. That's true, that's true. Now he's like, in, he's one of the undead army of Lost, so. <laughs> I, I, it seems like that's a really cool job. I know, you've got, you've got three people so far. Um, oh, yeah. Since Claire seems to, be, seems to be pretty dead. Um, she seemed pretty happy in the cabin, didn't she? She was smiling, she was handing out. Right. It seems that being part of the undead army would be pretty awesome. I don't know. Wait, did, she, did Claire die? 
We don't know, but we she, never uh, saw her die. But I, I, I'm, I'm betting that we're gonna see that. Oh yeah, she died died a while yeah, ago. Yeah, she died when the house exploded. If she died, she died when the house house exploded, and then just didn't accept death because there are people that think that she is because, um, for one, Miles couldn't keep his eyes off of her, and he is he sees dead people, and he kept on staring at her like she was scary so that was weird and then her father was talking to her and he's clearly dead and then she was in the cabin just handing out with her dad like smiling like an idiot so everyone kind of thought she's probably dead too and is now undead do you think that lost will go the Battlestar galactica route and uh the entire series will just become some religious allegory um you know i uh, maybe could be <laughs> they have a different kind of uh, religious allegory, I think. They, they're they weird. I I can't really judge. It looks like they're... Don't they seem like they're a little bit more into, like, Eastern religion than Western? Because it's not... Well, I you, might think of, you might think that of Battlestar Galactica with all their uh, uh, music and other affects. Yeah, but they're, the Cylon god was the one true god, and, like, they all were kind of in that direction toward the end of the show, so... Yeah, I suppose so. So it, maybe they started out poly, but they, they went to mono toward the end, so I don't know. It's, but um, could, I, don't, could I the, don't know. Could the island not be conceived of as Yahweh, the one true god, perhaps? <laughs> perhaps, <laughs> or the earth. <laughs> but, I, you know, I've actually... I'm almost done with Battlestar Galactica now. I'm halfway through fourth season... And I'm quite disappointed. I want it to end when they get to the nuked Earth because I just think that's a perfect ending to the show. <laughs> yeah. It's, it fits much more than the happy ending with them finding the perfect Earth. Like, it fits much more with the show for them to be like, wow, it's a wasteland. Our lives suck. Well, right. see, that's what's kind of cool about that is they can kind of do that. They can kind of have their cake and eat it too because they did that. So Yeah, I don't know. I've heard, but I've heard a lot of fans that hated it just for that reason, that it just didn't feel like Battlestar. It felt like they were, you know, candy coating it a little bit. Yeah, I didn't mind it. I, you know, yeah. I, I personally, it, said it was pretty much. I just wanted that, everyone to die, so. That, that whole se- that whole show was like four or five years of nothing but hardship and death, and we've been spending the entire four or five years trying to find Earth. I know, and it that's was, awesome. It was, it was nice that they had that little hiccup at the end and then threw a little twist on it. I thought it was pretty clever. If they wouldn't have done something positive with the ending, I would have just completely probably hurt myself. <laughs> that, that, that's how it should have been because it's, it's more in line with the show. It, I, didn't, I don't like the twist of Happy, but you know I haven't seen it yet, so maybe I'll change my mind when I see it. I'm just, ga- I'm just glad that Guy Baltar lived. That's all I care about. Right. Yeah, just just like Sawyer's gotta gotta live in in Lost. Oh, Baltar's he's gonna gotta... die. Sawyer's you think so? so Sawyer's he's... so dead before the end of the show. Yeah, <laughs> he's gotta sacrifice himself for Kate. He it's will. it's he practically will. it's written. Or it was written four years ago. Point, yeah, because they there's no way they could end the triangle slash square without. But because if they if Kate ends up with Jack, they're gonna piss off all the fans. She ends up with Sawyer, they're gonna piss off all the fans. The smartest thing to do as a writer is to nobly kill one of them off, and then the other two, like despite the grief, manage to come together in the end. 
I would I would like to say in, in support of Lost that the writing for Sawyer has been fantastic of late. Hasn't it been great? It he really is. Good. He's come so far. It's crazy. Like they've really if they've developed any character really well, it's been him. Like he's completely different from what he was, but also the I mean the same, so it's not like they turned him to another person. It just it was great. He's become like the hero of the show. What what the what the hell's up with that? <laughs> And now Jack's like the ass that everyone is pissed off at all the time. But see, that's the thing. Jack was always the ass. Yeah, I hate... Oh my god, do you hate Jack? I love you. Do you hate Jack? <laughs> I hate him. He's always been I the ass from, from episode one. It's like, oh, let's act first and think later, you know? It's, I hate yeah, Jack. We, we, have to, we have to make a club. Yeah. There is a the hate Jack club. I have one. It's awesome. I, I don't think we're alone in this. I think... No. Oh, no despised pretty universally yeah <laughs> i think it's only like the party of fivers that are still holding on <laughs> <laughs> you know this is actually an interesting conversation because um does anyone watch house too yeah um so there there's a huge following of people that absolutely despise 13 and can't wait for her to die and just hate what? i hate her i i want her to die so much like i, I love 13 do you love her because she's beautiful, or do you love her because she's, like, I don't know, rock? <laughs> she has no emotion and no expression. Once in a while, she, I mean, she's had some fucked up things go on. I mean, you yeah, know, I, I couldn't date her, but, you know, hey, Foreman, rock on. I mean, and she's hot. Dude, it's only because she's hot. They add things to her character to make her interesting. Not because it seems like a natural progression of the character, but because they're trying to make her more interesting as a person. She should just be naturally interesting. She shouldn't have to have all these plot devices to make her the main character of the show. Anyway, the point is, is that I'm, I was saying that these characters that like a, a huge amount of fans despise end up being the characters that like the show writers like the most. <laughs> or like want to push the most, and you're like, why? I don't understand. So did you did did you like the most deaf ep episode? Did it make you dizzy? Yeah, it was pretty cool. I liked that episode. Did you see that one, Jason? Oh, he's gone. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a good one. I like I liked it. It was interesting. I wish that they had had the entire episode from his point of view. I didn't like that they switched it up. I thought it was. I was kind of glad because, you know, I was getting a little vertigo from that episode. Yeah, I didn't get any. And I have bad vertigo. I think that for some scenes it was important, like when Tob was trying to figure out the the computer. Like, that wouldn't have worked from um, most Def's point of view. So right. there are a few things that made sense, but I don't know. Um, I think it would have been, I, I, I thought that if they were going to go that far, they might as well go all the way, you know? Yeah. But I, it still worked. I mean, I'm not saying it didn't work. It was a great episode. So. Anyway, are we going back to Life on Mars? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so Life on Mars had 17 episodes, I think. Yeah. A weird number. I think it's 17. Yeah. And they, I guess the, uh, the writers and producers got the word early enough that they were canceled, and so they were able to wrap it up. But they wrapped it up in a really weird way. The dangling plot threads are, of course, you know, how, how did he get there? How can he get back? 
And by the way, this is the cop show where Sam Tyler is a detective and he gets run over in 2008, getting out of his car, and he passes out and he wakes up and it's 1973. And he doesn't know how he got there. Everybody there thinks that he's just been transferred from another police station, someplace called Hyde. And so he, it's a it's a little ensemble cast with with Sam and Gretchen Maul plays the policewoman, which in 1973 meant less than a policeman. His boss, Gene Hunt, which is played by uh, Harvey Keitel, just played brilliantly, I think. And then you've got what's his name from The Sopranos? Help me out, Charles. Um, what? The guy. The character from, you're talking about. The the Michael Imperioli is uh, plays another another detective. Um, oh, is he is he Ray or? Chris? Yeah, he's Ray. Ray, um, then he's Michael Imperioli. Yeah, and then um, and then there's a there's another younger detective as well, and there you know that's the the basic uh, cast there, and uh, and so Sam comes back into uh, back in time basically into his own life and deals with uh, you know he meets himself or he meets his mother and his father um, back when he was a child. And his father's a, a crook, and his mother is, you know, trying to trying to raise him while his father's off being a crook, and uh, you know deals with that occasionally. And then there's your standard police procedural type things around it, and it's got great costumes and and great music, and I was just completely in, enamored of it. So it ends with, and this is complete spoilers, by the way. This is comics online. This is always complete spoilers. <laughs> um, where instead of like the British version because this is uh, based on a British show the British version he goes back to the present and he's like great you know he's back and then he uh, I guess eventually he goes back to the past because he realizes he doesn't want to be in the present anymore he wants it's to what be. happened in the British version of the show right and then but in the in the American version um, his neighbor. Uh, did they have the neighbor character in the in the British version? I don't think so. There's this neighbor character um, who always calls him 2B because that's his apartment number. And so the the lady in in, in 2C who's called uh, Wendy, uh, who's kind of a free spirit uh, hippie type, and you know comes and hangs out with him and says important things. You know, it's kind of you know a little woo woo mystical type stuff and he's like wondering if she if she's really just a figment of his imagination because nobody ever sees her but him like he'll have people over and you know they you know she'll have you know ducked out of the room or something anyway in the end instead of having him go back like the british version he wakes up in a really 60s looking maybe 70s looking space suit and he and and these other four from the cop show are all in a spaceship on a mission to mars <laughs> so that's uh ray annie chris and gene are the other four right okay so you know he was in love with annie and and uh you know he finally kisses her in the last episode and you know it's a big deal and she you know he, he tells her oh you know maybe all of this has just been leading up to realizing that you know you're the reason why i'm here you know, and they have some big kiss on the street in front of the, the station, and it's great. 
and you know, sweeping music and Elton John was great, and um, <laughs> uh, I, I'm not doing it justice, but um, that's it. they got Elton John. That's production value right there. It, I know, right? Uh, singing, um, uh, what's it called, Mona Lisa's and Mad Hatters, and uh, you, you, you'd you'd recognize it if you heard it. Um, it's one of those that you're like, oh, I've never known the name of this song before. Um, so anyway, so then, so then he wakes up and he's, uh, his, his sleep pod, uh, opens up and he's been sleeping in the, on the, the trip to, to Mars this whole time. And the, the neighbor is the computer. Ha ha ha! Ah. And so Wendy is the. Uh, oh, Wendy. Okay, sorry. Wendy. I know was on in the British show. Go ahead. Yeah, Wendy is like the acronym or whatever for the uh, for the computer voice, and uh, and you know she you know she's like wake up to be and his pod is to be, and and so you know and everybody else wakes up and and uh, and he goes and he they establish communication with with Earth and they're talking to their uh, their flight controller or whatever and um, uh, and the flight control guy was somebody who was telling him previously that. Uh, that he could help him get home, um, and the, that guy eventually died, I think, in the, uh, in the in the second to last episode. But anyway, he's like, "Hey, what what the hell happened to my uh, uh, my STEM program?" Because I guess they you know they're supposed to be uh, directed dreams to, to help their their minds be stimulated the whole, for the couple of years. And uh, he said, "Well, we had a little bit of a glitch. There was some." Uh, uh, asteroid activity but uh with the help of wendy we were able to uh set you straight and you know so you wouldn't be i don't know insane or whatever uh they didn't mention why um but then uh so gene wakes up and they're like oh Dude, you know have you, have you ever had to hold a pee for two years yeah if you wake up you'll be pretty insane <laughs> yeah no doubt no doubt they didn't they didn't see the, they didn't show the part where they removed the catheters Oh God! <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, so that's movie magic. So, uh, so Gene comes out, and uh, the the guy from back home is, says, "Oh, you know, welcome back, Major Tom." And uh, you know, the 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 show starts out with with David Bowie, Major Tom, you know, uh, space oddity, um, and so that was a a theme throughout the show as well and uh, so apparently uh, Gene is uh, both Major Tom and he is um, uh, he's Sam's dad and he was like you know and, and so Sam goes up to him and says hey dad let's let's never fight again you know because he had such a you know he was wrestling with his his dream father the whole time um, and the, the, the disappointing part was Annie looking really like hell. She had some crazy wig on, and she had some weird tendrils going on in the front. She was, I don't know, trying to be Star Trek, and it was just really not working for her. Um, and I guess she was, I don't know if she was, if, if uh, she was the lieutenant or something like that. Anyway, she was the second in command, and, and I, it, it seemed like Sam was the uh, 
the complete noob on the um, on the flight. But that was it. And in the end, um, they're about you know the uh, they put on their spacesuits and they're about to step out onto Martian soil and uh, and uh, Gene you know puts his foot out and they instead of the spacesuit it's his uh, it's his detective shoes. And that was the end of the show. Um, interesting. I loved it. <laughs> I would have liked uh, another season, but you know. What can you do? What can you do? And, I feel uh, like I, mean, I just can... sat through the entire summary of last season. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I I was going off on a that was a long story. Okay, you liked it. You're allowed to. Uh... Uh, it was good. I am going to agree with you, so you'll feel better. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, you should. You should definitely. And it. And you know, the the music really does it for me. That that show. No, the music's pretty pretty funny. It reminds me of um, life. Life also does music like that. So they remind me of each other. I am so behind on life. Oh really? Um, both in reality and the show. <laughs> <laughs> I watch the show every week. It's the only thing that I tape. Uh, uh, besides Lost on Wednesdays. Well, I mean, at the same time. Oh right, yeah. I um. It's probably gonna get canceled though. It's doing terribly. Yeah, I'm about four to six episodes behind. I have a feeling that the I'm I'm going to miss out even if I were to Hulu stuff right away. I think I've I've already missed some. Yeah, I mean you can you can probably Hulu it. It's it it's all on there. They they put it up every. I know, week. but they only had the last four episodes. <clears throat> oh, do they? That sucks. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure the website has it. Then it's. I I think it's a great show, but I'm not I'm not surprised it probably won't last. Oh, another thing I wanted to mention um, was the latest small or not the latest the second to latest I haven't re- I haven't watched the latest um, but the second to the latest Smallville. Now this this season um, has overall been a complete turd, and which you know most people would say, duh, it's fucking Smallville. But I didn't say it. Yeah. <laughs> but most people would say that because most people, you know, it's it it's not it doesn't have a big following anymore. And I, I would know, mostly agree with you. But uh, two episodes this season, uh, the the Legion episode was, you know, and I guess I'm just a freak for you know crossovers. You know, I want you know I want a team up episode every episode, I guess. But the the Legion, you know, th- the the three primary member of the Legion of Superheroes came back um, from the 31st century. And uh, you know, and visited Clark and gave him a Legion ring. Um, awesome episode. Awesome, awesome episode. Unfortunately, he he destroys the Legion ring in a in a subsequent episode in a really stupid plot. And the person who wrote that needs to get slapped real hard. He's Clark. He's an idiot. Yeah, but you know what? He, he he's. I understand that Superman, you know, does some stuff, but that is not all that bright. But you know, you it don't took have him to... seven. It took him seven years to bang Lana. He's an idiot. <laughs> all right, fine. <laughs> uh, I would have given up on her long ago, man. That woman is annoying. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, can't you see that she's just not that into you, Clark? Can't you? <laughs> 
I was madly in love with her until about halfway through season two, and then I was like, would you just stop your whining already? It's not worth it. Really? And I just, you know, I, I wish he'd have got with Chloe, because I think she's, uh, she her character generally, until this season, actually, when she started being stupid, um, her character has been really attractive. Let me just say, Chloe's got spunk, and I like that. I like that myself. <clears throat> what's hilarious to me is that uh, Kristen Crook, how do you say her name? She, uh, she plays Lana. And like Lana a criminal? Is, she's crook, like a criminal. Crook, you know, and uh, Lana, you know, is, is, is white with red hair in the comics. It's funny. Interesting casting, that's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they, they haven't been, well, and then Pete Ross is, you know, also white. What is he what in are, the show? Pete. Whatever happened to Pete? Pete I forgot all black, about him. The black friend who moved away. Because, oh, no because, way. They did? Yeah. And then he came back for one episode, like, uh, last year. Wow. <clears throat> he, he came back. He, he had the, uh, um, the sponsored episode. It was all, uh, what's the, the gum? It was a chewing gum episode. Did you watch that? No, I don't watch Smallville. You're better off, especially on that one. I, I hate Superman, so I figured it would be pointless to watch Smallville. This coming from the DC, Chelsea. Do you know, we last last week we had uh, uh, we had Chelsea Drew on. Oh, did you? What, she's she's a huge Marvel person. We uh, she you know she started she started reading a little DC, but um, yeah, it's hard if you don't. It's hard if you don't start on one of them. Like it's it's really hard to get into any of the universes if you aren't knowledgeable. Yep. I I can't imagine. I honestly can't imagine being somebody who doesn't know them and then tries to start reading them. Like Yeah. Even though they try to make it accessible for people, I just I can't even imagine it. But um Chelsea Drew and I met because we played we role played in a Marvel storyline together really uh, yeah yeah we did and um i played miss marvel who is now dead <laughs> and <laughs> um she played a bunch of characters she played like clea strange and um she actually played a lot of random characters that nobody unless they read marvel would know which is awesome Clea <laughs> strange did i miss the wedding um yeah in the in the story they got married <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's it was it was funny because I, you know, as most people know, I'm not a huge Marvel fan, so it I don't was think anybody will hold that against you. Yeah, I, I actually have not read a Marvel comic in a in a very long time. I um I don't even know what's happening. So I know that Carol died because somebody told me. Yeah, just <laughs> last well in my la- in my last month's comics and and at the end you know miss marvel is or ms marvel is still is still going at the end of that uh norman osborn uh ubiquitous norman osborn <clears throat> who's taken away the uh, ubiquity away from wolverine uh ha- goes it goes to moonstone and said hey i just want to let you know that you're ms marvel now she's like dude i was already ms marvel and uh, and he's like, no, but now you're the only Ms. Marvel. She's like, oh, really? Oh, really? Well, that's too bad. Cause I like Carol Danvers. Me too. She'll come back. She just she just went a little uh, binary, I believe. 
Oh, cool. <laughs> I liked binary. Me too. Although it's a little too much power. I understand that. Yeah, she'll she'll chill out, I'm sure, and then come, you know, re-coalesce into a human once again. Moonstone <clears throat> is going to be Miss Marvel in her comic now? Uh, Moonstone is Miss Marvel in Dark Avengers. Oh, my goodness. She's not oh, going to no, be in the solo here. book, though. No, they say here she's... Yeah, yeah she's going to be in really? the solo book. Moonstone takes over the title. I'm here, too. <laughs> where they even where they even dredge Moonstone up from? What, isn't she like Squadron Supreme or something? No, no. she was in um, she was Thunderbolts, Thunderbolts, dude. She's been in the Thunderbolts for a really long time, but before that, she was a really crappy. Uh, God, what was she in? Avengers. She a defender. Was she a Defenders villain or was she Defenders? She was Defenders villain, right? Wasn't she like uh, Valkyrie's counterpart? You're thinking Moon Dragon. She was in the Masters of Evil, right? Right. Oh, that was forever ago. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a while. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So she that was where it was. Masters of Evil, and then the Thunderbolts. I remember. The, I remember when the Thunderbolts first started, and how awesome that comic was in the beginning. Yeah. Well, she's she's been a she's been around for a really long time. I mean, if you look at the old school early '80s Ohatmu, um, you know she had a she had she was in that. She had a different costume. I, I like you know I like I like the Thunderbolts. So I liked her. She she actually was a good character in the Thunderbolts. And isn't didn't she like sleep with Hawkeye? When did that happen? <laughs> no, you're thinking of. Uh, I don't think she did. You, you, um, Moonstone totally got with Hawkeye. Really? Uh, yep. I didn't even think she was there during the Hawkeye years. No, she. Uh, it was during. Um, it was right after the Thunderbolts. Right, right after that. I don't remember. It, was, it had to do with uh, Graviton. It was it was a thing. But she did. She got involved briefly with Hawkeye. Now, what didn't Songbird get, in, get involved with Hawkeye, or was she going to? Uh, probably. Songbird is a whore. See, you, you don't <laughs> like oh, all sure. the girls that I do like. <laughs> she is a whore. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. That's just... <laughs> she is. <laughs> I don't necessarily dislike her. Oh, okay. Well, what's what was horish about her? I don't remember her being a whore. I just remember when um when she in Thunderbolts when she first started, she was like she was she's always the center of some love triangle because I remember in Thunderbolt she was between two guys. I don't remember who, but she was oh, maybe the brothers Atlas and whatever. Yeah, maybe Whoever the brother was. Well, that she was with. Angar the Screamer, right. <laughs> well, naturally. Oh, that was back when she was a part of the Unlimited yeah. Class Wrestling Federation. Yep. <laughs> oh, and, yeah, back at that was Marvel 2 and 1. And then she was with Mach 1. And, um, I don't know. She who was the Beatle? Who was the Beatle? brother of Atlas? No, he was Abner Jenkins. I don't remember. Anyway, she always she always was like I don't know I think they just wrote her to like always be like oh what wait, about this guy? Wait, I have a question here. Wait, you don't read Marvel comics, but you just invoke the name Ad Abner Jenkins for the Beatle, dude? Are you, are you kidding me? It's not like we're talking about Peter Parker or Steve Rogers here. You're like you know the Beatle, you know Ad Abner Jenkins. What? I used to read the Thunderbolts. Okay, it's been a while. She's she's. When she says she doesn't read Marvel, it means she likes DC best and she doesn't read as much Marvel. That's exactly correct. <laughs> I um, I haven't read Marvel since uh, they reconned the 
Spider-Man thing. I got pissed off. <laughs> I got pissed off too, and I, I I have not bought a single issue of Amazing Spider-Man since. Well, I bought the very first one, and that was yeah, it. Yeah, I I did. I tried the first one just because I was like, hey, I don't know until I try it out. So I tried it out, and I'm like, fuck you, Quesada. <laughs> oh yeah, I I read probably a dozen issues since. I haven't purchased a single one, but I've read a bunch of them. Oh and snap! Sucked. Come on, Kevin. Yeah. Support your local comic book shop. The sign says no reading. Hey, you know what? Um, yeah, they. <laughs> well, Marvel. Marvel needs to learn their lesson when they do stupid shit. <laughs> yeah, Casada can suck it because <laughs> I read his Twitter, and I every day I just want to be like, I hate you. <laughs> I know. Me too. You know what? And who? You know who else is a pompous ass? Bendis. Yeah, Bender's. I, I watched. I didn't realize. I, I mean, you know, he's he's a good writer and all, but dude is fucking full of himself. I love I love uh, Warren Ellis though. He's the best person to watch. Right, and he. But you know, he's like a complete bastard all the time. But you know what? If you talk to him, he'll totally talk back. Oh yeah, he he's he responds really fast to people. Like he's I don't pretty know cool. How he gets any work done? That guy. I have no idea. Like there was one where Oops. he said he had like. Yeah, because he had like a thousand, he has thousands of viewers, and he said, I want everyone to introduce themselves to me. So yeah. everyone, we all added at him, and he responded to like 300 people in one day. It was like, holy sh-. And then And then he goes, you know what, if I keep doing this, you guys are going to think I, I actually fucking like you. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> and it was great, though. He was, he totally got into it. Yeah, I went, I went, uh back and forth with him on uh on myspace and yeah i was he t- like i just asked him a question and he'd respond i'd ask him another question he'd respond and i was like hey you know uh i'm the the editor from from comics online you know would you do would you be interested in doing a an, an interview about this and he's like no nah, i hate interviews yeah he's not that person and I was like, but he's oh like- all right <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's an asshole but he's an honest asshole <laughs> yeah yeah it's like some but of my he- best friends <laughs> he um he always cracks me up on Twitter because he you guys don't know this but every single morning when he wakes up he he says something like good morning um Twitterers or something and today he did good morning internet meet right <laughs> but every day he does a different one and it's it just kills me every time yeah Tony Lee usually does that too I stopped following he- Tony Lee Tony Lee got boring really. And then last yeah. night he says, "Good night, my little vials of panther sweat." Nice. <laughs> I mean, it's just—it's awesome. <laughs> what, he, anyway. what he's saying is that that his his Twitterers are his aphrodisiac because everybody knows that panther sweat is a love yes. potion. Right. Um, that might be correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's it's fun too. But yeah, I don't I don't read uh. Marvel, and ever since then I haven't, just because, it, the, honestly, the only one I boycotted was Spider-Man, but after that I just wasn't really interested in anything going on anywhere else, so. I was, Some, before it got to uh, uh, One More Day, I was really enjoying Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, it was good. I don't know why they decided, I, I you know, I was already angry at Joe Q, because we knew it was coming. He told us as soon as he got the Spider-Man book that he was breaking them up. So it's like there's no possible way you could make this seem intuitive because you've told us that it's it's your like master plan. You want it to happen. You don't care if it fits in the story. All you care about is having it be your way. So like even if he had 
tried to make it a good story, which he didn't, like, it wouldn't have really worked just because we knew that's what he wanted to do. There's no surprise in it. There's, it's just annoying. Yeah. Just well, you know, what's, you know what's nice about Marvel Comics? What? Is you cannot read any of the stuff that they're writing, and it's fine because you read it all 20 years ago anyway. So. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't feel like I'm missing out on what's happening in Spider-Man's life because they pretty much stopped writing new material 15 years ago. So you're like, all right, you know, it's it's kind of comfortable like that. You don't have to worry about the characters moving on without you. <laughs> I love it. Who was it? Who was it that was working on One More Day? And they did this interview about how like how he hated Joe Q and because he had that you know he had the interview conversation and he had posted it like where he was like Joe. Okay, so wait, nobody knows? Like, everyone forgets. He's like, yeah, he's like, well, it's a big magic. Like, does Doctor Strange know? He's like, no, nobody knows. He's like, there's no, like, magic repercussion? No, nobody knows. It's it's magic. It doesn't matter. He's like... Yeah, we don't have to explain it. And then he was like, but why is Norman Osborn back? Why would them divorcing have Norman Osborn back? He's like, it's magic! <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. I mean, yeah. Uh, Harry Osborn, sorry, not Norman. Harry. Yeah. I know what you meant. Yeah. So, it's bullshit. But I have been enjoying DC, except for when they killed my darling. Batman? Yes. <laughs> it's okay. He's not really dead. He'll be back. You're shitting me. They killed Batman? Yeah, well, they, they yeah, supposedly killed him. Everybody thinks he ki- they've killed him, but, but they've shown not that really he's dead. he's back in, in time or something like that. Yeah, they, um, it was like a curse... That, like, the worst possible thing that could happen to him <laughs> was that he'd go back in time without any of his, uh... Tech. Without any of his tech and without everybody around him. <laughs> and... Yeah, so it, he's, like, it, in a caveman it, it, times. Yeah, the, the Omega Sanction um, was what Darkseed went and get him, and it, it doesn't... Everyone thinks it killed him, but instead it sent his mind into another, um... Into the distant past. You know Anthro? Yeah, Anthro the last boy or the first yeah. boy or whatever. First boy, last boy, whatever. But that, So that's where he is now. <laughs> yeah, that's so. nutty. Yeah. And, um, you know, actually, though, I've been interested in the, the Cal story. The who's going to be the next Batman. They've been... I'm, I'm interested. Uh, I'll read it. <laughs> you know, actually, I canceled all my stuff. And I'm kind of uh, thinking that I shouldn't have because it, it uh, you know, all my bat books. Because, you know, they got rid of B- Birds of Prey. Oh, and that was the other thing. It, no, I mean, they canceled all the bat books. They're only going to be, like, a few now. I know, but I like the bat books. Those were the, you know. I do, too. They're my favorite. <laughs> you know, Robin, Birds of Prey, Nightwing, Nightwing. Blue Beetle, I... which wasn't really a bat book, but I still have but... to mention it again. <laughs> Kevin has yeah. a serious Blue Beetle fetish. Yeah, hey, man. Blue Beetle's awesome, man. Yeah, that uh, was a really that was a really good book. They they really screwed up by getting rid of it. But um, yeah, so- yeah, yeah. They finally brought they fa- finally brought Stephanie back. They turned her into an idiot. They they made uh, Tim act like a jerk to her, and uh, you know there was no point if you if that's what you're gonna do to her when you bring her back. I mean, leave her dead. What the hell? Um. Are you with what? Me? <laughs> no, I do. I I think 
I don't know why they did it either. I mean, maybe to save money is a possibility. And they're just they're just uh, putting all of the bat characters, from what I can tell, into one one comic now. Or it's like I don't know. But um, it was it was surprising. I, I'll be interested in seeing how they manage it. I've always liked the the times in the bat comics where they all are in the same comic together. So yeah, well, they had that in. I don't know, a few years ago, they had uh, a decent-sized run with, uh, was it Goth- Gotham Knights? Yeah, yeah. I liked that one, where yeah, it was they... like you had each one of them. You had Batman and Robin and Nightwing and whoever the hell else, um, you know, all in the same book. Yeah, I like that, too. And, I mean, the, the, the storylines that all coincide, like No Man's Land, I always loved that. I thought, I just, I really... I love the Gossip Knights. I think they're all just incredible. So I don't mind having them all in one comic. It's a little sad, but I'm sure they'll they'll restart the other comics someday. I mean, <sighs> whatever. But yeah, we uh, the battle for the cowl has begun, and I know seems okay. I don't know. I I, I think I missed <clears throat> I think I missed the first ones, and so yeah, it's it's. It's interesting. I mean, Nightwing is like turning into Bruce now, of course. So you always turn into your father. So don't I know it? And he's turning into him because um, he's like withdrawing from people. He's no longer friendly. He's like totally going fucking crazy, basically. Great. But um, yeah, there's that Batman impersonator. I don't think they. I don't think they've told you who it is yet. At least I haven't seen it. But. Hmm. Do you know who it is? I don't think so. I th- I mean, it could be Jason Todd, but I don't think so. I mean, it's a person... Hold on. It's possible. I'm checking it out. <laughs> Let's see if they, they Isn't Jason Todd there. dead? Oh. Oh, Jason Todd's back. <laughs> He's been back. For a while. God. Yeah, yeah you Just... know, there was a there was Frank Miller and, uh, and Jim Lee section of, of Batman, and they, they brought him back. Yeah, we were we were not pleased. We were we were quite displeased, as a matter of fact. Yeah, they brought Jason Todd back. They brought Donna Troy back. They brought, uh, uh, you know, the Winter Soldier. I'm just trying yeah. to bring Dune. Yeah, you got my attention. <laughs> See, <laughs> they didn't bring back uh, Bucky. You know, I used to say this all the time. The things that I there were some characters that you don't bring back. Yeah. And Jason please, Todd and Bucky. Please tell me that Gwen Stacy is still dead. She is. Thank she God. is, but she, uh, they, there was a story with. Well, the twins. The twins. The, she, her, her twin children who she had with Norman Osborn. talking about her boobs. Norman Osborn. She, uh, decided, I, apparently sometime when her and, uh, Peter were no longer Together, she uh, slept with Norman Osborn, had a torrid affair with him, and got pregnant. And in France, baby, in France, like you do, but nobody knows about it. I don't remember ever a time in the comics where she was gone for nine months at a time. But yeah, didn't she die? She was still in high school. Am I tripping? <laughs> was this like yeah, a, no, a freshman no, they year? Were, they were, were they like freshmen? They were they were young. I mean, it's no way that this isn't creepy. Yeah, and, she um, might have been legal, but it was still creepy. Yeah, and then she um, then they decided Wait, Norman to Norman Osborne or Harry Osborne. Norman. 
Foreman, as in the Green oh, Goblin super one. super creepy. Yeah, super creepy. And then she got pregnant and gave birth to the twins, and then Norman took the twins, and then he, like, aged them to teenagers, and the daughter looks just like Gwen, so she was, like, they both thought that Peter was their father, so, like, she kind of has seduced him, <laughs> not... It was it was creepy. Oh, gross. It sounds <laughs> creepier than Star Wars. It was pretty creepy. We were all a little... We were all a little creeped out. <laughs> yeah. But, um... Yeah, that was that was a good time. It was and oh just, yeah, since passed. Oh. Uh, yeah, they were like what were they, sixteen or something? Something like that. But they they wanted to say that, oh yeah, they've been they've been artificially aged or something like that. Which was ridiculous because I don't know, it was it was just stupid because, you know, it's one another one of those things where, where Marvel time, Marvel wants to say that Spider-Man just became Spider-Man, oh, about eight years ago. And I'm just like, you know what? I understand that you can't have him be, you know, 50, 60 years old or whatever. But come on now. Eight years ago? Ridiculous. Yeah, and they want the, they want the, the bastard offspring of his greatest nemesis and his, you know, biggest heartbreak to suddenly have children that seduce him. That's just incredible. <laughs> They, they could have just said that Norman Osborn had some bastard kids that came back and wanted revenge. That would have been fun. No, it wouldn't have worked because it had to be Gwen Stacy, so it had that personal offensiveness. <laughs> it was it was written by the guy that I was talking about earlier, the same guy who uh, did One More Day and, and got pissed off at Joe Q because he had intended to... He said he'd always intended to wipe the twins out of retcon. He didn't really think that it was part of the real storyline. He always intended to take him out, and then Joe Q was like, no, let's leave him in. And he was like, well, okay, fine. That, you know, that, that reminds me of a, an interesting tale. Who's, who's, writing, uh, who's writing for X-Men circa Death of Dark Phoenix? Was that John Byrne or was it Claremont? Claire, Claremont? Anybody? Anybody? Uh, I, who was writing? It was, it was uh, the, the Claremont and Byrne team. Yeah. Pretty sure that was, was yeah. Claremont, uh, Claremont was writing it, and Byrne was drawing it. Yeah. Did you ever hear that that story that that he wrote a different ending, and they took it back, and like they brought John Byrne in, and they're like, no, this this is how it's going to end, but that's not like the last three pages were completely different than what he had written, and no. they had like this secret conference, and they killed they Ooh, killed the- G the secret, and like the writer didn't know about it. Like he had this happy ending where she survives and they redeem her soul. And that- yeah, right. Claremont wanted her to be like depowered but not killed. You know yeah. what? I think I wasn't that like in like a no prize book or something. Wasn't it shown somewhere? I think I read that in Wikipedia. They were talking about. I think I was telling Michelle the whole Dark Phoenix saga and was citing stuff out of Wikipedia. Maybe and they were saying it. how it's like a midnight meeting. They sent the pages out to burn and they're like, this is what happens. This is the way it goes. I'm, re- and, I'm looking uh, at it right now. That's exactly correct. <laughs> or at least that's what Wiki says. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. You never maybe, know. Maybe it was in a, uh, a what if or something like that. And they it was just... the original, the original ending did was a special edition called Phoenix, the untold story. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I I have that. Yeah, so she didn't die in that. Yeah, you know what happens <laughs> in the what she if? Came right? back. <laughs> what happens in the what if? Phoenix devours the universe. Yay! Oh, right. the, yeah, the universe is destroyed. We were just talking about last episode that uh, you know the two things that can happen 
in um, or or one of the recent episodes, uh, the the two things that that can happen when uh, uh, you know in a in a cosmic what if is either uh, Wolverine saves the universe or the universe is destroyed. Yeah, it's always the way. I I bought I picked that up at a at a swap meet for twenty five cents. It was like, what if I was going through the bins? And usually it's all kinds of eighties and nineties schlock, mostly nineties schlock. And I got this gem that was like, what if Dark Phoenix said lift? And I was like, yoink. Like the best 25 cents I ever spent. But uh, yeah, the universe was consumed. That's, yeah, that's awesome. Hello. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Jean's dead. Yeah, Not now. forever. She'll did be they, dead. Did they kill her again? Oh. They, they killed her again. They've killed her so many times. They killed her. Uh, Grant Morrison um, and, and John Armita. Was it John Armita Jr.? Somebody. I don't know. They've killed. I. They, I think there's somebody who listed how many times she's died. Like it's sick. She, yeah. She's died so many times. But um, I. You know. You did you miss when she died because it was uh, it was right after Scott cheated on her with Emma. It's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. I've been wanting it to tap that so myself. Awesome. <laughs> She uh, and well, she died then, and then she died in this futureish episode with, uh, like I say, I believe it was Grant Morrison writing it, and I, I want to say it was John Romita Jr., but that doesn't ring true for some reason. Maybe it was, uh, maybe it was Mark Silvestri coming back. Oh man! Yeah, Mark Silvestri. It was uh, Mark Silvestri coming back to X Men. Um, you know, like uh, uh, what do you call it? Chris Claremont comes back to the X Men every year, but uh, Mark Silvestri hadn't been back in quite a while, and he came back and 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 drew a story um, where it was like a future thing, and there was this guy who had a pet Sentinel, and but he was a mutant, and and, and Wolverine <laughs> went and that's like that's like being a steak having a pet tiger, right? <laughs> um, so this person counted. The Times Gene has died in 616 and also every other death. Oh, nice. Like, including What Ifs and End Song and the future books, and it's 20 times, apparently. Holy mackerel. That is a yeah. lot. I, I know there's been two um, recent miniseries, and I think she died in both of them, like in, in each of them. Yeah, well, Rain and the X-Men is one. Oh, I was talking about um, there was like a Phoenix End Song and a Phoenix Bloody Blah that sounds similar. Yeah, yeah, she died in End Song too. She she she, she died several times in End Song. Oh really? <laughs> they actually, they, actually um, they they counted eight through thirteen as fatally stabbed six separate times by Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> He disemboweled her six times, including four times on one page. That is love. It is. (laughs) And then she dies again in (laughs) later in that one. The one that she died in six one six though is when Magneto killed her. Um. She uh, let's see. What was it? Oh, she had a stroke. That's right. Magneto like killed her with a magnetic pulse and she had a stroke. Why? And then she's dead for now. Right. And um then they also counted the two times she's died in the movies. And 
the time she died in Wolverine and the X-Men and the time she died in 1602. And... Oh, did she die in 1602 as well? Oh, she died pretty early. She died in number seven. How she old had... was that? Was it 12 what? It was. I think it was like 10 or 12. Oh, okay. And, um, yep, she totally died again. It's probably at that time it was just funny. Like, right. <laughs> Let's kill Jean Grey again. How about that? Yeah, I liked the, um, they had a, a follow-up. I didn't like 1602 or whatever it was, 1603 or whatever the... the, the 1602 the, New World. Yeah, the second one. I liked the, the one with the Fantastic Four. Um, yeah, Fantastic the, Four. The, yeah, the Fantastic... <laughs> yeah. The K. The K. I love, but I love 1602, probably because Neil Gaiman wrote it, so... Yeah, Awesome. That's why it sold. Yes, it's true. I don't think that's why it was good. Uh, Oh, there's only eight issues. Yeah, sorry, Neil, but it wasn't your best work. I love that comic. (laughs) You shut up. (laughs) (laughs) It's not Neil's best work, but that's not I just wanted it to be better because it's Neil Gaiman, you know? I expected it to be a little bit more whimsical because it's Neil Gaiman. Like, yeah. it it wasn't very whimsical at all. Like, it's pretty straightforward. That's true. Uh, yeah, I, that that I agree with. It wasn't very whimsical. Although the art was great, the art kind of added a little bit of whimsical to it. But um, I don't know. I don't think Neil. Obviously, nothing Neil does comics wise will ever be better than Sandman. So. Yeah, he. I haven't read anything yet, comics-wise, that has been better. He said some good things, but it's nothing like Sandman. Sandman will always be incredible. I mean, Starbust. Uh, Starbust. I don't know what that is. Stardust. I think it's a porn. Um, <laughs> written by Neil Gaiman, though, so everyone will buy it. Um, yeah, St- Stardust was uh, uh, was good. And it really, it, it had the same feel as Sandman, so it really wasn't all that... Uh, well, Stardust was like, it, Stardust reminds me of a uh, little bit like Princess Bride meets Sandman. Like, it's it's definitely got that same humor as Princess Bride, you know, like the same kind of like, we're going to take a classic fantasy or the fairy tale kind of thing and like have fun with it. So that was cool, but... That must uh, have been why I loved it. Yeah, it was awesome. But, um, I'm and a then big fan of both. Neverwhere, Neverwhere was great and Good Omens was awesome. Stardust well, was so good that they got De Niro to play a homosexual. That was pretty incredible. That's correct. They did get him to Captain was... Shakespeare. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I, I'm speaking out of turn. He's a cross-dresser, and I'm just assuming one thing leads to the other. No, I'm pretty sure he was gay, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he was both. I, was, I think he was, yeah. He was a combo might, pack of Might have just liked to wear women's clothing. And let's face well, facts, I mean, who doesn't that's... like to wear a pair of panties every now and again? Chelsea. <laughs> I I mean I like to. I just... oh, oh okay, just checking. I am yeah, but I I don't know. I should be asking you. Uh no. No. I you know I I've tried it and just you know they just didn't fit. <laughs> so I actually just saw Stardust tonight, the movie version. It was on uh, HBO. I I saw earlier today. I was watching some movie channel. I don't know which one, but. Um... And they had uh, him and Michelle Pfeiffer talking about, oh, and, and what's her name? Uh, Claire Danes. Yeah, Claire Danes talking about, you know, it was like their version of a commercial. 
talking about uh, you know their roles and that sort of thing. And it yeah, cool. it was an okay movie. I don't like what they changed though. I don't even remember what they changed. It was so long ago. They well, they changed the the main. Um, I remember they changed the ending, which I didn't like. Well, no, they didn't. It was like if I, I might be wrong about this, but I I thought I remember that in the ending of the movie, like after he becomes the king, then he marries Yvain, um, that they like decided to go have adventures anyway, and like his mom like took over the kingdom while they were gone so they're like eh <laughs> and they went and had fun like anyway but i don't know uh, i didn't yeah i don't even remember it was like i can't even find i got a i got a print from comic-con uh charles vest print of of stardust that they gave away back in the day um if you were if you came as a pro or press i believe um they gave away a, a nice print that came in a um uh, like a, a mylar thing, and uh, I can't find my darn Stardust one. In fact, the only one that I had that I was able to find was my Sin City one from '97. Um, but I think it was about '91 that the Stardust one came out, and I I wish I could find it because it's awesome. That does sound. Yeah, it's like cool. you know, like a really really nice litho. Um, you know, and I always meant to get it framed, but you know, it was in a, it was in mylar, so you know, it was fine. And then I, I had another one of, uh, of bone, a, a nice colored uh, Jeff Smith bone, where bone is in. I think he's sitting in a tree. Well, hey, Did let's let's, let's back it up for a second. Where's uh, where's the Sin City sequel hiding? Sin City what? Sequel? Yeah, where's the sequel hiding? Oh, they're doing that. Yeah, it's in production, from what I understand. In fact, uh, we're gonna. I I just uh, signed up to review um, the the Blu-ray edition that's just about to come out of the, oh, yeah. the first one. They um they did announce it at the very least, but um it they say it should be out in 2010. So. Oh, is that it? 2010? Yeah, I knew it was coming. I just didn't know when. It seems like they're they're taking their time with it. That movie came out in like what 2006. Well, yeah, they, it took them a while. Well, a lot because, a lot because of who's involved with it. You know, getting Rodriguez to chill and do stuff, and then getting the actors back together because they wanted everyone to play the same characters was difficult. And um, it's sad that they that Angelina won't be playing Ava, but because that's who I wanted to play Ava. Well, but. who is who is going to play Ava? Uh, right now they have Rose McGowan down, rumored, but um, she's a little too young, because Clive Owen, I mean, just because Clive Owen is who plays Dwight, I would have liked to some somebody like a little bit more his equal than her, but... Right. Yeah. She, but that's okay, I mean, she could do fine. It's just that she's always, Rodriguez always tries to get her in everything. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to get her in everything. I, I uh, he's, know. he's already got her in everything, I'm sure. But <laughs> yes, all of his films, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he has. I think I think they broke up though. So No. I didn't realize I, that that was a an actual thing. They they were I was, together. I thought there was. I thought there was or maybe it was just he put her in everything so everyone assumed. <laughs> The rumor that I heard is that he left his wife and kids for Rosie Yeah, Bell. that's what I thought too. I mean, she he divorces 
left his wife, like, not long after Rose came into his life. And, yeah, he was engaged to Rose McGowan. Yeah, he was with her. Hmm. He was engaged to her, like, before he got actually divorced or, like, right after. You know, I got to give it up to Rodriguez for that, too, because I'll tell you what. After Marilyn Manson, I would be a little insecure. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I would definitely be a little insecure being with – she's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's great and everything, you know, but my ex-boyfriend, you're like, yeah, I don't want to hear about it. No kidding. I would, yeah – Jeez, that was creepy. No kidding. <laughs> you know, I saw. I, I, I recently. I don't know how. Not not terribly recently, but uh, you know, within a year or something like that, resaw um, the Doom Generation. Uh-huh. Oh, jeez. I don't guy, know why I love it. Gregor Racki is such a pervert. Who? Uh, Gregor Racki, the guy who uh, directs all those movies. Oh, you know, I, I I don't know if I've ever seen anything by him before, but I, I completely loved that movie the first time I saw it. And then I saw it again, I was like, hmm, this wasn't the, you know, thinly veiled porno that I remembered it it being. Yeah, that's all it is, is, is kids in high school having, like, intimate sex scenes. You're like, oh, this is kind of yeah. creepy. But she was, I mean, she was just as hot in it as I thought, but I, I just, I don't know, remembered her just cruising around uh, naked most of the time, but apparently that was just not the case. Um, but still, it was hot, and the part in the part in the uh, convenience store was hilarious. Dude, he uh, McGowan that, is still with her, him. Rodriguez guy, and McGowan are together still. That guy made a movie about uh, five years ago. I don't remember what it was called. It was like some weird thing with like the PE coach and some kid. And he might have chestered him, or they may have had a loving relationship. I don't know what it was, but the. Uh, the point of the story is that he actually he actually rented my friend's parents' house for a month, so that his whole story takes place every time they're in a house. It took place in his house because they want they wanted like this kind of kitschy kind of vibe, and apparently their house was perfect. So for like a month, they were in a hotel, and this guy was running around their uh, running around their house shooting his movie. Wow. That's crazy. Well, Ed, and did you know that Jason's a filmmaker? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yes. Hundreds of films to date. Yeah. Hundreds. Well, or or like two point five, whichever. Two point five films, anyway. So, so uh, is there anything you can say about your next film, Jay? I'm totally frustrated, but looking forward to the process. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jason's uh, going to going to New York, going to uh, to your neck of the woods, Charles. Oh really? Yep. To uh, to film the next one. What's it called? What's up, lovely? No, but what's it called? What's, what's up, lovely? See what I did there? Yeah, yeah, we saw she did. Are you you're coming to NYC, Jason? Oh yeah. yeah. NYC's awesome. You'll like it. Yeah, it is. I lived there for three years. Oh, cool. Yeah, so. I live there now. <laughs> Um, what's what, what part of town are you in, Chelsea? I'm on the Upper East Side. There you go. Sweet. I was in Red Hook. I was living in Brooklyn. Oh wow! I love Brooklyn. Brooklyn's awesome. Oh, so Jason, you got to tell me real quick. Uh, we can cut this out. What? You, tell me real quick. Uh, what? What your way to uh, to to make it work? What? My way to make it work. Your way to make it work. Oh, oh Ch- it's Ch- got to be. 
you got to be considerate of the other person in the relationship, <laughs> and you've got to put yourself in their shoes every now and again. What are you talking about? Make what work? Uh, the Chelsea, did you read my zombie story? No. I, I sent it out to everybody. Anyway, I wrote this little little zombie short story. It's like one page. And so speaking Jason, of filmmaker, speaking of filmmaker, Kevin, future super producer. Right. Right. So we're gonna we're gonna make a little short. We're gonna make it like a five minute short. Um and uh and so Jason figured out a way to to make the the make it not suck. And Jason, tell me what it what it is. This part is redacted as this short film is still in pre production. So yeah, so that's that's that. So anyway, looks like we have an episode. Thanks for coming on, guys. Oh, Thanks. wait a minute. Hold on one second. I just got to say, Supernatural is a must-see. The story, I don't know, maybe, maybe because they're winding it up right now and getting ready to shove it out the door, but it's just been getting every episode that I've watched has been better than the next. This last one, phenomenal. That's all I'm going to say about that. Phenomenal. A definite must-see. I've got it on my DVR here, and I've got to get rid of stuff because I'm switching over to U-verse. You could watch that one. You could watch the last episode by itself, and it would be fantastic. Stand, it stand, completely stands alone. Really? Oh, and anyway, the, the the Smallville thing. The second to the last one with Zatanna was completely awesome, and the character was great, except for she pronounced her uh, father's name wrong, or like, according to me. Yeah, right. Right. You know, because it's like whatever. But, I can hear uh, a whole. Yeah. So that's this week, April fifth. Season 9, Episode 9. Thanks for coming today for Kendrick and Jason and Chelsea D and Dune Murderous. I'm Kevin Goswan. And uh, this is Everything Geek. Fuck that up like a mad fiend. <laughs> and this is Everything Geek Pop Culture. This is Comics Online. Yay! No, not if it's dark outside or light. Disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed by the participants in this podcast, especially Nomad, are those of each participant themselves and do not necessarily represent those of Comics Online, any other participants, or any employers, past, present, or future of any participant, or anyone else in the world, living or dead. If you would have thought otherwise without hearing this disclaimer, maybe you're a stupid fucking retard and should probably stop punching yourself in the face only long enough to immediately and permanently log off the internet, delete all podcasts of any kind from all of your equipment, and never ever attempt to view, read or listen to grown-up talk involving sarcasm for any reason ever again, okay? Or maybe you're instead one of the other 99%. Our smart and good-looking fans who appreciate foul language and biting sarcasm as well as everything geek pop culture, even when it's delivered by a robotic voice like mine. If you have comments, questions, or suggestions for the Comics Online podcasters, we invite you to post in our forums at comicsonline.com or visit us on MySpace or Facebook, or you can simply email us at podcast at comicsonline.com. Peace out word to your mother box. But they can and that is why. No, not if it's dark outside or light. Now I know. Spanish Harlem.
pretty words to say. None of that recorded. What up? It was recording my QuickTime player rather than Skype, and I'm like, why is QuickTime keep jumping up? Dude, that sucked. Alright, sorry about that. Comicsonline.com.